in the welcome to it's our turn <laughs> my name is aiden ash um, my pronouns are they them and we have a wonderful special guest today that I'm, this is our first special guest you're our first special guest oh my gosh. you're our first oh, we're a special guest virgin. i hope i live up to i hope i pave the way for all futures yeah for all futures. Yeah, for all of them is that a nice way of saying i hope i'm setting the standard that's right mm-hmm. well babies it can't get any worse than this <laughs> well i was thinking that it, the standard's set super high but okay that works too oh well, well one time you know, i fell as i was walking on stage at the beginning of a club triangle and i was like that's perfect yeah because it, it can't no get worse can, than that nope nope Nobody can um, fail now. <laughs> the worst thing that ever happened to me was when I lost my wig on a, on a Christmas show. Right. And I um, just packed up my shit and <laughs> drove home and cried. <laughs> so it, in fact, did get worse. Right. Yeah. Well, it didn't get worse because I left. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, introduce yeah. yourself. Who, oh, who, hi. Who, who are you? Hi. <laughs> hi. Uh, I am uh, Drag King Tucker Noir, but um, my real person, human people name is Noelle August. And um, Aiden and I have been friends forever. Yeah. We have done this, what we're going to do right now with y'all, so many for times. so many times. So many times. For years. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit far away from the mic because I'm trying to... Yeah, so this is how we start out every show. This is why, like, I depend on Emerson so much. Emerson's our, our, my um, other, the we do the show together normally, is that I'm always like, oh, it's one, let's start, and I turn everything on, and then I go, oh, I don't have a song, I don't know what I'm doing next, I don't know, where's the list? Whereas Emerson's always like, let's take, let's let's wait till 115, and then we'll start when we're ready, and I'm like, nope, whoosh! Turn everything on and then figure it out as and I go. Woo. If anybody in the studio, in the audience knows how to do this, yeah. please text <laughs> Please call in and tell me. I'm t- t- I don't know how to use Spotify. Right. Um, yeah. Yes, we have done this for years. Yes, like, we've done this for a long time. Like, like, how many years has it been? Six. Six. Has it yep, been? we're going on our seventh. It was six years this summer. So I must have met you right after I started doing drag. It was, I think you were a year or Into it. two in, something like that. We started Club Triangle. Oh, DJ Anya yep. and I um, yep. started uh, Club Triangle, the the most recent iteration yep. of Club Triangle, yep. um, in 2014. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I came in 2015, the summer of 2015. Right yeah. Crazy. That's, I, I always feel like I came in late, but that's... That's we just early. started, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, that is that is you were practically there at the beginning. <gasps> I always feel like we've been doing it for a couple of years as well. And the, yeah. but we, I only did it for I only was emceeing for three years total. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Three years. Wild yeah, how you can drag total. something out in your mind, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, no, that's <laughs> well, that's what you did for twenty years. When you do something every single month for yeah. a solid three years yeah. and you miss one right, and you don't miss it. You showed up for the show. You just didn't MC yep. one out of yep. that three years. Yep. Feels a lot longer than that, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. It sure does. But oh man, that's amazing. Such oh, well, so many good memories. We could remis- reminisce. I still remember the first performance I ever saw you do. Oh my gosh, and I remember was... the first one I ever saw you do. Really? Uh-huh. Uh huh. What was it? Do it was um what um what's the name of the song? It was a parody. It was um with. With Britain, yes, and Annie. Um, uh, it was a Willem. It was a yes. What is that song? Why can't I think of what it's called? This boy is a bottom. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's I a parody the of dance this, moves. It's a parody of this girl is on fire, but it's yes. still called This Boy Is a Bottom. <laughs> yeah, I remember the three of you were like standing and like you would all, would all bend down and it would go bottom, 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 yes. and each one of you would, would like stand. roll up. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, that was so much fun. So good. Um, well, 
to, to contrast, the first song I ever saw you do was Suit and Tie. Oh, yeah. Which the first, that's, that, if that doesn't like symbolize Us. king and queen, you know what I'm saying? Totally. Like the first song a queen does, you know, this boy's the bottom and the first right. song it's suit and tie all right. nice and proper. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, you, you now understand. Right. You listeners now understand our relationship. That's right. That's, that's yeah. it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. That's so funny. I love it. Oh, oh good, good memories. I'm so glad to be doing this again with Me you. Me too. It feels you like do. what? It feels like we just last week we're just continuing yeah. a conversation. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's just the same old combo. Yeah, we used to go live all the time. I know. I miss that and a lot too. And have coffee. And have coffee. Yeah, we were hilarious. We were hilarious. So funny. I watched you posted. You like did a memory, and I watched some of that, and I was like, man, we oh, were funny. Right. But, yeah. I know. I thought what? so too. Yeah. I know. So good. But I mean, life happens, and here yeah. we are. And it's just you know, it's. I think this is really beautiful because it's like. We're all, we're still doing the same yeah. work, but we're adapting with what the needs are, that's what our right. opportunities are. Yeah, totally. Which I think is a really, I think that's a really good trait, you know, yeah. especially for something that more performers, possibly even like particularly drag performers, are yeah. a little bit more used to because you have an art, but the art has to be incredibly adaptive yes. because you don't know when, how, or what you're going to be able to do. Yep. And you just have to constantly be um, like, <clears throat> if you want to propel your art forward. Yeah. You have to be able to do it in whatever yeah. format. Whatever it if is. If we haven't right. learned that in the last two years. <laughs> well, right. for me, I was like, well, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Right. Like, <laughs> you like, you were like, I'm going to go, uh, like, I'm going to do the TikTok. I'm going to do Instagram. I'm going to do the, the the Zoom meetings. And I was like, I'm taking a break. I'm I'll be back a in a couple years. I am one of those, like, I think of myself as a work dog where it's like, if I'm anxious about stuff and I don't like have tasks i'll just dig a hole and like chew shoes and stuff no totally you can tell how many problems there are in my life by how many things i take on (laughs) like oh she's dealing with some things (laughs) oh honey i noticed you started three jobs yeah and took on two shows (laughs) yeah and you're and you're 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 bartending in the evenings um how you feeling yeah yeah yeah. feeling depressed how's how's your emotional state what's your love life (laughs) (laughs) yep Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I either have too many things going on or I have nothing going on. And then I'm really sad when I have nothing going on. Yeah. And I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And then to get out of that rut, I take on too many things. And then I'm too busy and then I get burnt out. And then so goes the cycle. my That's my mental health cycle is that, you know, so. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Which is challenging because I'm like, I'm in the upswing mode. And when I'm in the upswing mode... I'm very much like, let's do it. Let's take on everything. I yeah. want to do it. I want to socialize. I want to see people. I want to work with people. I want to do things. And you can't. And the ideas are flying. Yes, but, but nope. I, I can't. Yeah. And and so it's, it's the, it's, man, we're learning some really new lessons about how to like adapt in a different situation. Yeah. And you know what? We're going to be, we're, you know what? We're doing it. It's we're fine. doing it. We're I don't want to dive it. too much into this topic. We're all living in the world we're, we're living in. and the best we can. We're doing the best um, we can, and that's great. Can I share something important with you? Yes, please do. Okay. It is that I put on eyelashes this morning with really? blue. Yeah, you can. They're not on my face now, as oh, you can okay. see. Um, because I have really, really glued my eyelid to my eyelid. And so oh, yeah. if you notice that I'm blinking, but one eye doesn't either fully blink yeah. or blinks a little slower than the other. I'm not winking at you. I can <laughs> right. actually close my right, right eye. <laughs> and if I continue, every time you see me um, raise my eyebrows, it's not judgment. I'm trying to separate yeah. <laughs> my eyelid from my eyelid. <laughs> that I can relate to that. Yeah. 
on so many levels. Well, as the as the person who taught me how to properly apply uh, eyelashes, eyelashes, I figured you <laughs> needed to really know this. I'm not any better can, at it than oh, I've ever been. Who is? Nobody gets better at eyelashes. They just get better at making it look like they're better at eyelashes. <laughs> yeah. You know, more eyeliner that can. Yeah, right. My eye that, that that happens to me so often that when I do like thick um, eyeliner, I yeah. just draw the 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 liquid eyeliner on my as close to my lash line as possible and then open my eyes. Oh, right. And then and you then get like And then close them and then I'm like, well, that's where the eyeliner goes. Because <laughs> other, it's not, there's nothing else, there's nothing you do about it. Nope. Yep, that's how it works. That's what it is. <laughs> Speaking of radical acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of radical acceptance, oh. accept oh. your eyelashes wherever they go. That's right. And also, accept your eyeliner wherever it desires to be. That's which right. Which is nowhere near your lash that's line. That's right. And I will accept my right eyelid where it wants to be, yeah. which is up. Yeah. And open constantly. Uh, open constantly. Yeah. So also, if I start talking about something and your eye starts watering, you're not right. crying. Right. I'm it's not, not emotional. It's just, just you can't right. blink. So your eyes watering. There's dust like gathering in my eyeball. <laughs> oh gosh, that's hilarious. Well, okay. This show, what's this show about? What do we do here? What, what do we, we talk do? about? This is a show that we um, where we talk about our experiences. Most of the time, we talk about our experiences as queer people growing up in toxic religious environments. And I like to specifically say toxic religious because not all religion inherently yes. is toxic. Yes, for a lot Good of people. Point. And you know, spirituality. I'm also working a lot with um, with uh, separating spirituality from religion. Yes, and that one is not the same. Right, and um, that is like. If there's one main like theme in my life right now, that's what it is. Is mm. separating spirituality from toxic religion and understanding they're not the same. Which right. we know very similar, like <clears throat> the lesson of like learning that anger is not inherently bad. Right. You know, anger is an emotion and has negative connotations and positive connotations. And that was a really difficult thing. Like yeah. n- um emotions don't carry inherent um inherent uh traits or attributes, you know, and it's the same thing that I'm learning about religion is that it's not inherently bad. Mm. It's the people that take it and use it as a tool, Mm. use it as a method to hurt other people that Mm. makes it so, so bad. That's why we say toxic religious environments, you know, right? which is a big, a really big lesson. That's a really, that's a, that's a hard one to learn. Yeah. Honestly, as someone coming from from such a toxic religious environment. It's so much easier to just lump it all together and throw it all out. Yes. You know, you know there's a little saying that they have in the in the religious yeah. sect where, uh, did they say to you, um, hate the sin but love the sinner? Oh, yeah. Hate <laughs> yeah, the sin so maybe it's the same thing. but love the sinner. <laughs> yeah. Which is <clears throat> yeah. outrageously BS right. because you're not, that's not... That's not what they're doing. No. That's not what no. they're doing at Hate all. Hate the sin, but judge the sinner. Exactly. <laughs> Hate the sin, but love the sinner. Only until they change, and then they're not a sinner anymore. Right. Then we can love them for not being a sinner. Right. They it, used... Yeah. No. I, it's, it's BS. Yeah. So bad. They used to say, um, God loves you just the way you are, but, but he, he loves, loves you too, too much, much to leave you, you that, that way. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard that one. And I was like... Even as, like, such a young, like, a young person, a young, not quite a child, like, child, I always remember being like, huh, that doesn't, you know, because my brain is, like, logic and ration. Yeah. It, it, like, everything has a meaning, everything has a reason, everything has a purpose, and everything can be explained. That's how my brain works. Everything can be explained. If it can't be explained, it's not real. Totally. And so when they would say that, I'm like, well, that's not love. Right. But that's not love. That's not acceptance. If he loves you the way you are, then he doesn't want you to change. Right. You know? Right. 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 And I get the sentiment of like, 
like I love my children the way they are, and I want them to grow in. in they will grow, you know, to, to yeah. be better and better and better people and older people. But I don't say to them like, "I love you the way you are," but I love you too much to leave you that way. Like what a crap to leave you that way. Right. I just can we unpack that? <gasps> to first of all, like I either love you, and if I'm not loving you, I'm abandoning you. Like right. there's no in between. Right. There's no like I'm gonna love you and I'm gonna be here through it. Right. It's I'm I love you, but since I love you so much, I can't leave you in the yeah. messed this up, way. complete, un like unlovable state you're at. Oh yeah. Do you remember <laughs> Chuck Swindoll? Did you ever get Chuck Swindoll? Okay, so uh, this Chuck listeners... Swindled? Is that what you yeah. said? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Swindoled? Uh huh. Uh, for the listeners, like Aiden and I grew up in. Um, both in Christianity, but in two different denominations. Okay. And so what? Which you, you were Pentecostal, yeah. right? I was, I'm using my quotes, fingers here, friends, non-denominational, which is a denomination. Of Pentecostalism. Did you it's know that? It's supposed to be a sub, <laughs> exactly. It's supposed it's like to a be a subcategory. But, but they have like, but they deny all of the basic principles of um, like, uh, you know, being slain in the spirit and speaking oh, in tongues gotcha. and the afterglow. No. Oh. oh, no, no, no. Wow. Because suburban blonde ladies would look foolish doing that. Yeah. And so, oh, no. They certainly Never. can't be slain in the spirit when they just got their hair done. Exactly. God. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Or I probably did and I just forgot. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. But you're familiar with all the, the Pentecostal yeah. outrageous. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I did. So I was in the non-denominational world when I was a an adult Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and But as a child, we were, um, you know, generally Baptist. Gotcha. And so there were and, – and then we moved all the time. So we went to a ton of different churches. Before the day is out, I need to tell you about the worst thing that ever happened in church. Oh, I would love to hear oh, about yeah. that. Oh, I have so many church stories. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> no, don't, don't we all? We all. <laughs> and that's, what this, that's what this show is about. Ooh, boy. Oh, boy. We got two hours, right? <laughs> we got two, well, yeah. Friends? Yeah. Grab a, grab a drink. Yeah, grab a drink. Grab a snack. Like, You're going to need it. Yeah, click in real fast. Yeah, um, yeah this is going to be This is going to be a regular. We also personally, um, it's our turn, want to give trigger warnings for, um, we talk about religious themed and um, content, um, and we talk about the toxic experiences we had in that religion, religious environments, which can include um, gaslighting, um, manipulation, um, different forms of emotional and physical abuse sometimes, and uh, just general traumatic Mm -hmm. experiences. So if those, any of those themes, or if this sounds like something that wouldn't be something you want to listen to, we totally understand. Um, We'll catch you later, or there's a ton of other shows on this station that you can listen to so yes. <clears throat> so check into some of those you know what other word i have a hard time saying is community 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 it's just community. i don't know what my problem is yeah <laughs> okay we still love you <laughs> yeah thank god <clears throat> yeah so so let's so let's you know what the first thing i said i was going to do we do this normally at the end of the show but i want to do it at the yes. beginning of the show because i'm having a, nu- a rough day yes. so we were going to just draw this tarot card real fast i'm going to read the meaning yes and we're going to go from there what's it gonna be <laughs> ten of swords <gasps> well interesting <it's... laughs> yeah. yep Ow. it's like this is supposed to be a good thing <laughs> this is supposed to be positive 
I'm gonna. I don't have. I don't know about you, but I don't have the cards memorized, so I have to look up the description to understand it. So I am at the point now where I have maybe a little more than half memorized, but oh, I started nice. writing on the cards, just keywords. Oh, that's to a help great me remember. idea. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Okay, so this card. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. This card symbolizes a major disaster that will occur unless changes are made. Make a clean, make a clean break with the past. Don't leave any loose ends behind. Well, dang, friends. Well, I mean, that <clears throat> is a message for the collective. Can we just say that's an actually freaking brilliant New Year's? Card? Oh, I didn't even think about you know that. What? Don't it not really end in disaster. Yeah, you got time. Yeah, if well, that's what. It, uh, oh, that opened right back up to it. It does say mm. that um, will occur unless changes are made. And changes which I think is really made. empowering because it's like a, like you have the opportunity to 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 change this. Yes. You know? And um, make a clean break with the past. Don't leave any loose ends behind. Which That's right. sounds a little overwhelming, but can actually mm-hmm. be very freeing when you yes. have when you have permission from the universe and the energy to just cut ties and yes. go yep. just do it just be done just be done with it yep. and walk away yep. it's like yep. we often think that um that like cutting t- cutting ties and making a clean break is going to be the disaster right but often that's what saves us from the disasters so, absolutely and the know. sort of like the prolonged <laughs> agonizing mm-hmm. you know it's similar with the tooth thing or the yeah. band-aid thing just just, just get, go, get, just get it. it you're gonna have pain over the next however long yeah. or you're gonna have that same amount of pain in the right next then. couple minutes right. It, right but if you do it right now you won't have it for however long right. you know it's really yep. true yeah. yeah which kind of is a nice segue into um <clears throat> our uh our, the kind of the loose topic that i want to talk about today yeah. which is um the concept of New Year's resolutions, you know, yeah. air quotes, New Year's resolutions, and um, and how those relate to impossible standards, which is something that is really common in the uh, religious society. Yes. Now, let me preface it by saying that I don't think that goals or intentions are a bad thing. So that's not what I'm saying. No. A lot of times people use, um, uh, like, I know for me that, like, time times and days and things are... It's a lot easier to like, I can't just start something in the middle of something, you know, so it's a lot easier for me to wait until the beginning of next week or the beginning of tomorrow or Mm -hmm. to stop something tonight, do it in the morning or like, oh, I'll start this next month. It's it's easier for me to start things when there's already a natural beginning. So I understand the 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 appeal of like, okay, I'm going to use January 1st. It's all you know, you're also coming off the holidays, which there's a lot of things that are difficult to, you know, anything from like, there's more food, there's more candy, there's more, there's people. more driving, there's more money spending, there's yeah. more people, there's more everything around yeah. the holidays. And it's a lot easier to make that clean break in, you know, at the beginning yeah. of the year. So I understand the, the benefit of that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I don't personally, new, making New Year's resolution, resolutions personally, because a lot because of my background, is just setting me up for failure. Right. Because I don't <laughs> know how to set healthy goals. Or right. I'm learning I'm learning how to set healthy goals. Right. And that was something that we didn't, we weren't taught mm-hmm. in religion. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't taught how to set healthy goals, how to be realistic, how to how to um, <clears throat> set yourself up for success. Because there was always a higher power that could yeah. do it if give you it, couldn't. Give it to God. Give it to God. Give it to God. Which then you set, you know, you want you you want this thing and then you believe in this higher power that can do it. So then when it doesn't inevitably doesn't happen because you're setting an unrealistic goal and then yeah. inevitably it doesn't happen mm-hmm. because 
you know, Jesus doesn't do it for you, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you're the failure. Oh, yes. And I never understood how that process worked where I wanted this to happen, so I gave it to Jesus because Jesus is all-powerful and can do anything, and then it didn't happen, but it was my fault. Yep. Why? Oh, well, yeah. who's, what, what about oh, the yeah. all-powerful God? I'm oh, the one no. that, he's the one that said he could do it. It's perfect. Yeah. 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 So, ugh, yeah, it was so... Yeah. So yeah, frustrating. it's another source of judgment for sure. Um, and there was so much um, in my, I, start one sentence, pick one, Just pick one. and start it. Totally, you're doing yes. great, you're doing yeah. great. Emerson always tells me I'm doing great and it makes me Aww. feel so good. <laughs> I love so that. I'm doing it, I'm passing that right. on, you're doing great. You're doing great. Um, so I was on staff at a mega church um, and also pastored a house church and then I had a lot of other church experiences, but those two um, were really dramatically different. And, and in the house church, it was very like, I was a young mom and all these other moms were like telling me everything I had to do. Oh, oh, oh. And before I became a mom, I was infertile for four years. Mm -hmm. It was agonizing. It was, it was brutal. Um, and all of the women in my church had solutions for me. One of them told me it was because I was not eating yams. <laughs> One of them told me it was because I harbored bitterness against my mother. This is a person who I had never spoken with about my mother, had yeah. no... She didn't know about my bitterness against my mom. Yeah, exactly. Like, the fact that she was right is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> she didn't know. She didn't know. Yeah. And it was so um, It was so much. Uh, I, I remember sitting in a leadership meeting with four other couples, and all four couples announced their pregnancies that night. And I literally got dizzy and had to leave the room. Mm -hmm. And they kept asserting, like, you are not letting God do his work. There's something you're doing wrong. And that blame, oh, God. You can, I, I, listeners, you can't see this, but like you can <laughs> yeah. see the, like the, yeah. the boil point. Yeah. Is, you know, totally. Yes. <laughs> yep. That, that concept, that, that, um, the fact that everything that's wrong in your life is your fault and yeah. that something can change. And also, I mean, I can't speak to this personally, <clears throat> but how in the religious society, like a, 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 someone who identifies as female, as female assigned, assigned female at birth person, their only worth is to have kids. Oh, yes. That's it. A quiver full of them. As many as you possibly mm -hmm. can. That's mm -hmm. literally your only, yes. your only um, worth in religious society is to have children. And I'm so sorry, you are also forgetting to make casseroles. <laughs> the much higher purpose. Yes. <laughs> of yep. cooking and cleaning mm -hmm. and keeping mm -hmm. everybody else's messes and clean. pleasing your husband. And pleasing your husband. <laughs> Once a week, whether you like it or not. God, seriously. Horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. And so not only was it the, like, the, not only was it the judgment and the shame and the guilt you also, it was judgment and shame and guilt over something you had absolutely no control over. Yes, and, absolutely. And not only, and then take it a step further, judgment and guilt and shame for something you had no control over. Then that extra added, like, you could do this if you really wanted it. Yeah. Which I am no, in no way relating it to that experience, but being a queer person mm. felt <clears throat> very similar as far as the judgment and the guilt and oh, the shame yeah. comes from. Totally. Like, it's... You have the judgment, like you're not doing something good enough. You have the judgment and guilt and shame over it. You have no control over it, but still to have the, the judgment and guilt and shame over that. 
and then constantly being told you could do something yeah. about it if yeah. you were better. Yep. Yep. You know? I mean, God is so powerful. I don't What's know what your problem you? is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That whole, like, well, you really, like, subconsciously, yeah. you actually want it to be this way. Oh, right. Or else God would be allowed right. to. Step out of the way. It was amazing to me that free will only came up when we weren't doing things the right way. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, free will was not ever an issue or ever a thing unless you weren't trying hard enough. Right. Then it was like, well, God could do it if he'd get out of his way. And I'm like, Am I that powerful that I can the, stop the Almighty God? God is, God is either all powerful and can do it, right. or I can do it, or right. I'm the one that calls the shots. Right. Which one is it? You know, there's okay. So last year when Austin, do you remember when Austin, Texas froze? Like mm-hmm. it was really bad. It was, um, and a lot of people were stranded without the things they needed. Mm-hmm. So I had um, an, an acquaintance friend whose daughter was there um, with her boyfriend um, who was disabled. And they could not get out of the house. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't have a phone charger because she was like over at his house or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's no power, and um, their phone died. She, the last thing she texted her mom is, "We are hungry and we don't know how we're going to get food. My phone is dying." And that's it. She didn't hear, couldn't hear anything else from her. She had the address of the apartment building, no apartment number. Um, so I spent all day because I have a lot of connections in Austin I spent all day finding a person who would drive because there were people who were volunteering as runners if they had four wheel drive Yeah, volunteered to go get the food that they needed and take it to them going around the apartment complex knocking on like all the shouting doors. Yeah. driving oh. around shouting and wow. like yeah just j- yep and it took literally like seven eight hours of work to try to make this happen wow. also all the stores were closed you know they had yeah. to like find something i'm on google maps trying to find all this stuff calling places and so then afterward um my friend posted like okay we got it all taken care of um and a person said, God did it. God came through. And now, now listen, I'm not a person who does stuff because I, I want people to be like, oh, you did the stuff. No, 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 that's, no, no. no. that's clearly no. not the thing. However, it made me, it was triggering and it made me so angry to feel like, no, nah, bitch. Sorry, I took seven you can cuss. hours. We, get a, we both get at least one. Oh, and I then after one. that, we actually don't care, but we always right. say we get at we least one. We got the one. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sweet. Totally. Ding, ding. Got yeah. mine. We did our disclaimers. It's fine. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're literally, like, it was seven hours that a single mother, like, worked for. From, from, from thousands of miles away. Right, right, right. You know? Right. Like. Right. Oh. And then also the other people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And a, a woman driving, another single mom driving, like. Risking her life? No, 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 baby. Who did that all go to? That was God. God did it. First, stop taking the credit away from humans and stop taking the power away from us. Like, no, God did not do that. People did. Yep. Like, like if you, if you want to believe in a higher power and a higher power like helps connect the dots for you and that's and that's 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 fine. Whatever. Like, you can believe that God like made it made like like whatever. You can believe whatever. Yep. whatever the hell you want. Yep. But these people did it. God wasn't in that truck driving. Right. God didn't go and grab the food. God right. didn't like stop taking right. stop the credit it. and the power away from yeah. humans and stop giving it up. You know, and I've seen a lot of like um, Christian women say anytime they do something good. Like I know I have a friend who is a 
super hardworking mom, three, um, three or four adopted kids in graduate school, like all of this stuff. And every time she succeeds at something, which is harrowing, yes, she is forced to give glory all to glory to God. She is supposed to be nothing. It's mm-hmm. important for her to be reduced so that she has um, no role in this, apparently. And I'm, to me, I'm like, then why, if I'm the almighty creator and I put all the intricate work into making you awesome, and then you'd be like, oh, no, I suck. No, excuse I made you me? amazing. Yeah, excuse me? No. I would be so offended. Can you imagine, this is the only way that I can, that I can, um, like, that I can, like, even relate to it. But can you imagine spending, like, hours doing someone's, like, drag makeup? Right. Doing someone's, and then them looking in the mirror and being like, I look like shit. <laughs> and it's all your fault. Like, right. excuse me? Like, right. no. Like, like no. don't, like, d- belittle right. yourself. Right. Because you didn't do it. Like, right. you still look amazing. You're still yeah. fantastic. You're still, yeah. like, you 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 deserve all the credit for all the stuff that you're doing. Yeah. You know, you it, it is coming from you. Yeah. Like, it's coming from inside out, not outside in. Right. That is one of the most, one of the biggest, <clears throat> one of the biggest devices and tools that I feel like religion uses against people is that, I used to say something when I was actually a youth pastor to the kids that that um, the only way that the enemy, that Satan mm-hmm. can get, can stop um, a really motivated Christian kid is if to get them to never start. And the point that I was making mm. was... You know, if you can convince you that you're worthless in the beginning, you'll never try. Right. And ironically, that is exactly the tool that the church uses right. to keep right. like the only way that you will never be successful is by convince is 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 by believing that God's the only one doing anything. And you'll right. never, ever try. You won't actually do anything. Totally. Because you've given up your power already before you've even started. Yeah. You're convinced you're worthless. You're convinced that that whole thing of like. From the dust you came and from the dust you will return. Yeah. Like that, uh, yeah. that, yeah. that manipulation, that abuse mm-hmm. right there is some of the most powerful, mm-hmm. I, the most powerful, like, for lack of better terms, dark magic that's out yeah. there, you know, yeah. the, the most powerful, like, energy destroying um, yeah. devices that, that, that that's out there in my totally. opinion it's it's i don't even have the words to say how like awful i yeah. think it is you yeah know? yeah and it's interesting like as as you're talking i'm thinking about how you know you mentioned earlier about the difference between religion and spirituality and and it's funny because i i'm at a point now where my like my view my my sort of like if I had a religious view, my, my spiritual worldview mm-hmm. is that there's absolutely no way we can know for sure what the heck is behind yeah. the curtain, so to speak. Totally. Like we have our tiny little human sensory like uh, stuff. That's all we can know. We can only know the things. Um, so so any I, I believe whatever is beyond is just stuff we can't even conceptualize. Totally. And but I know when I'm in with it and when I'm out of it like I know when I am in the flow and there is an element of somebody could say that God did it through you you know what I mean God does it through you and it's like I can feel like I am aided fueled um, partnered with the divine Mm -hmm. in in making something happen but I never feel that divine arrogantly pressure me for praise like this like the whole concept of bow down to me, worship me, 
it's Western civilization. That's not spirit. It's, that's not spirituality that's, at all. That that no. religion that like God needs. That's kings. That's divine right, yo. That's that, like that's 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 um, that's. Uh... It's it's all of the bad things. Yes, it's <laughs> bad. It's all the bad things. It's yeah, bad. I, I I lost my word, but yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. It's that manipulation. It's the control. It's all about. It's all about the ego. It's all about you know, being like misogyny. It yeah. all comes from that same place. It totally. all comes from that same that same energy. Yeah, totally, absolutely. And kind of going back to like what I was saying, using the of course you know using the drag analogy. Yeah. The thing that makes like if I was to put so much energy in helping someone to realize their dreams and you know if you know if they wanted to be, and I've done this before I've got some drag daughters where you know help them learn their makeup and do yeah, that kind of stuff it's a totally. very simplified example but like the best feeling I have is when they look in the mirror and feel amazing about themselves right they're like this is what I wanted oh my god I feel yes. so powerful I feel so this I yeah. feel so beautiful I feel so every that makes me feel amazing yeah there's nothing about that that's like okay now you go outside and 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 declare my name everywhere. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like you don't if, like sign your name to the bottom of their face. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like my signature right. on there. Yeah, no. I don't it, so if that's a concept that that I can understand, then how can I think that the creator, if that's right. what you believe that there is a singular creator, right. doesn't under, under, can't understand that concept or isn't something that's right. not something that they want to do or believe or uh, it's right. just it's baffling. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's really baffling yeah, to me for really. Sure. For sure. If I'm going to pick a God um, personality to interact with, I don't want him to be a like an, uh, an a sensitive, insecure, egomaniac bully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not that's not that's not if if I don't want that. they are up there and I have the choice. I'm certainly not going to choose that one. That's not the that's not. No. Yeah. trying to get up a little bit of background music just a little bit just to <laughs> just to fill in the silences that exist in my brain <laughs> no silence no silence so we're loosely talking about new year's resolutions and how much i dislike them um and i never make them because i have a really bad i have a really hard time with impossible standards yeah and so i just don't um I just don't like to make them because I always end up setting myself up for failure. It starts a, a really unhealthy cycle for me, yeah. like because of this constant. For me, growing up as a queer person in a toxic religious environment, and not not just a queer person, but also being assigned male at birth. Yeah. So there was a lot of not nearly as many as. Let me just preface by saying there wasn't as many expectations. I'm not talking about in comparison. To oh, people sure. who were assigned female at birth, sure, but sure. for my personal, there was a lot of expectations. My dad was also very um, stereotypically misogynistic, mm -hmm. mean, abusive, um, and masculinity was the the only thing that mattered to him, and everything right. had a masculine and feminine. I think we've I've yeah. shared this story with you with, where there was like a masculine way to get your hair wet when you were styling it. Like right. like I got in trouble for using a spray bottle on my hair because men splash water on their head. Like when oh. I say everything had a masculine and a feminine way to do it, everything. Everything. How you sat, how you stood. I got in trouble for standing like <sighs> like with my hip jutted out. Right. I got in trouble for holding a baby the wrong way because women men don't hold babies like that. Oh First of all, gosh. men weren't encouraged oh, to hold, hold babies, babies at all. At all. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Especially not if they weren't their own. Right. And which the under 
okay, here's here's a rabbit trail. Here's a here's a side path that I that it's really 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 deep deep and intense, and I'm not going to dive into it a lot, but I want to acknowledge that it exists and trigger warning a sexual assault. The undercurrent that every man in the religious environment and also I also want to say sorry I, I'm all over the place. And, uh, we forget to mention it often. But Emerson and I are on the show have a an X rule I learned it from actually one of my favorite um, D and D podcasts that you can listen to called Tabletop Titties, and it's a um, queer and feminist D and D podcast um, run entirely by people of marginalized genders. Thanks. They have an X rule where if you're in the middle of something, you're talking about a topic, and it you're oh, you're yeah. feeling triggered or you don't want to do it, you just little make an, sign, make an X, X or say X, and we just stop right. and move on. So nice. I want to mention that before, but the under current assumption that every man in a religious environment has the the propensity is that the right word mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the tendency mm-hmm. to to sexually assault mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. is ingrained into every mm. action right. like the like men weren't encouraged to hold babies because it looks inappropriate why does it look inappropriate <laughs> right why? What, what, can we not trust you with a baby dude can we not trust you with a baby What's are you incompetent that? right are you are I thought you, you were good at carrying yeah things. are you incompetent or are you dangerous right you know right. like right. what like why what yeah. is the deal what was why are men why was it inappropriate for men not to be around women like me yeah. one of my best friends growing up in church was um a woman and mm. the amount of bullshit we got from people for hanging out by ourselves. Oh yes. Yeah. Like oh. at coffee shops and stores and I mean I was queer and not attracted to to right. her at all. Yeah. <clears throat> and she was straight and then married. Um most of our friendship. Um I don't or part of it it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But still that that it was irrelevant. I mean I wasn't queer at the time, but you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Inside. Inside. Yeah. And I mean just upheaval, uproar, because right. we would hang out by ourselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was an assistant to a um, an artist who was also a pastor in the house churches, and there was a big meeting about how I was never to be alone in a car with him, and I was never to be at the office alone with him. And looking back now, it's really like, they, they used to use the phrase, um, so you don't cause your brother to stumble. Mm-hmm. You know what? If he stumbles, first of all, that's a very gentle way. That's a very of gentle way of framing sexual assault. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. oh, I stumbled. Wow. I'm having. Oh my God. Sorry. I don't. Yeah. Finish your thought. Okay. Okay. And just the just the idea that um, it was on the you know the um, femme bodied person mm-hmm. to. Um, cover themselves and to guard themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes, because otherwise I would be the cause of somebody else's assault. Yeah. The hell? Yes, exactly. That it was your responsibility to not... that. What you just said about how they use the term stumble to... Then you're like, that's a really, Mm. like, like, whatever it's, you know, nice way of putting sexual assault. It's like, oh, they had all these different terms. Like, I never thought about the fact that what they were saying is we don't want to we don't want you to inspire like yeah. inspire inappropriate behavior in that person. Yeah. Again, so, I mean it's misogyny. Yeah. Totally. And, and totally. I know the concept and I'm familiar with the concept, but I like just that like light bulb like oh one yeah. more layer. Yeah. One more layer that they were just 
packing on that, oh, that yeah. men had no responsibility about everything. They were justified in everything they do. Totally. Oh, God, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember, um, gosh, I mean, I had a decade of my life totally shaped as being um, a young woman in conservative, you know, Christian uh, culture. And it was so um, extremely limiting and oppressive. And we were supposed to be, you know, happy about that. We were really supposed to embrace that um, and be a Proverbs 31 woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, I, yeah. it's it's just it's. I just yeah. remembered something. Okay, y'all, listeners uh, at home or wherever you are, Christians. I don't know if you used to do this, but we would put a Bible verse if we gave somebody a birthday card or something. We'd like write a, a Bible, Bible verse. verse. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Absolutely. I used to put in. Yes. Ezekiel twenty three twenty. Now, I cannot say that Bible verse on the radio, even though we've done a disclaimer. I cannot utter it. And so I encourage really? you all to look up Ezekiel twenty three twenty because every time I gave somebody a birthday card, I would write that in there. Ironically then, or unironically? Oh no, uh, totally you like as a joke. Like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, a joke, totally as a joke okay, because it's um <laughs> it's horrifying. It's <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to oh, I cannot yeah. wait oh, to look yeah. this up. Oh yeah. I had so many people come back to me like um could do you wanna explain that a little bit nope <laughs> nope. nope nope i believe that the bible is open to all of our interpretations <laughs> i can't um, wait to see what it god is god moved know me god moved me to write that oh so, you know. i love that oh gosh i love that so much <laughs> i'm gonna look it up for you and pass it to you here in oh, just a please second do, so that we can we get it so that we can uh, um, appreciate it without our listeners <laughs> yes you all are gonna have to find it on your own ezekiel so, twenty three twenty. you mentioned earlier that you had a story that you want to share that you're <sighs> like your worst Oh my story. Gosh. So I want to hear that. Yeah. Um, and if you're ready to share that now, you can do that. Okay. But, uh, but I also want to talk about something specific that I want to talk about is um, something that two things that our church did around the new year, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was we would have a new year's service that on new year's Eve, we'd start having church at like six or seven, maybe eight. I think later in, in our life, it started at eight. And then, but most of the time it was like seven. Mm-hmm. And we would have an ongoing church service from 7 p.m. until 12 a.m. And then at like 11.45, 11.50, we'd start praying. And we'd pray in the new year. Right. And it was, as a kid, it was so awful and so boring. <laughs> right, I can like, only imagine. I mean, imagine, like, going to church for like an hour is hard enough. Yeah. But then like five oh, of those. Oh, gosh, no. And and as a kid, you were still expected to stay awake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like oh. some little kids were allowed to sleep. But for the most part, you were expected You're to stay seven, awake. You're seven, you can stay up. Exactly. You can stay awake through this. And it was like, and they always put the, um, they always organized it to where like the like the most boring, I can't remember if it was like the most boring preachers were at the beginning so that the better ones were <laughs> later on in the evening so you didn't fall asleep. Yeah. But it was just five hours of church that we would just have ongoing and just keep going and there'd be more singing and more preaching and then more singing and then more preaching and more singing until 12 a.m. and then we all had to pray and I remember um, year 2000 when we thought everything the world was going to end I distinctly remember praying like at midnight expecting the world to just end all the lights to go off and everything like it was so terrifying yeah yeah that like that um Oh my gosh, my brain just went in five different directions. But that, um, 
idea, well, first of all, I like the idea, let's rip away religion for a minute. I love the idea of like getting with your community and, um, and then contemplatively like willing goodness in for the new year, whatever, Mm -hmm. like in in contemplative, like prayerful, whatever, whatever. Cool. Super cool. However, yeah, (laughs) that's not really like what, what's going on. That's not what was happening. How many times did they pass the tithe buckets? (laughs) Oh, I think there was offering like multiple times, multiple times. Yeah. And it was also very like the way, the way I feel about it was very much like how the church had to control every large event in your life. Oh, yes. The church needed to be in charge of, like, so yeah, the holidays were a big thing because mm-hmm. there was, well, we have a big Christmas play, so that takes up all of your extra time. Oh, and yeah. then every single department in the church had their own Christmas party. So then mm. you were, I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I say December. It was like from December 1st till January 1st, every single night of my life was filled with something Jeez. on top of... Um, working a full-time job in, like, our normal church services, right. there was also, you know, Christmas play practice. And then if you were in charge of a youth or a children's thing, then mm-hmm. you had to go Christmas, you know, practice mm-hmm. whatever for them. Volunteering, and then, yep. you know, doing, yep. And, and it was just the, it was one more layer of, like, like yeah. this church, this religion, this practice has to saturate every single aspect of your life. Yep. You know, it has to control every single, every single aspect of your life yeah. and, and dictate how you... Um, how you come into the new year dictate how you know yeah. what's happening at the it was just it was a lot of like it was just a lot of like control for oh me yeah to come back down to oh control. Yeah. yeah and it's reinforcing that control it's like um one of the reasons you know they don't want you uh philandering with heathens uh-huh. is because then you'll get ideas and then, yes just like we've all seen the village right i mean That's it's exactly that what i say yeah. the village. Yeah. yeah it's just reinforcing um those so that the ideas that lead to self-imprisonment mm-hmm. so you will keep yourself there yes because of these ideas yes exactly yes. that's yeah. the, the whole that's the whole the whole structure is that it's not about it's not even about actually controlling you it's about believing that you don't have any power and oh that, right yeah totally and that sounds like a really subtle difference but in the big scheme of things it's huge yeah. if because if i believe that you're controlling me I can eventually come to the conclusion that you're the problem. Right. Because you're controlling me. Right. But if you convince me that I don't have any power, you can almost look like my savior. Oh, absolutely. Come on, gaslighting. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Codependency and gaslighting. That's what it is. That's what it is. And a lot of... That's kind of one of the reasons I want to do this show is because a lot of people understand the concept of an overbearing, egotistical, misogynistic controlling religion yeah. but not as many people have experienced which I'm happy about yeah not as many have people have experienced or the people that have experienced it don't have words for they it don't, don't feel yeah, comfortable about coming out about it, it don't yeah. like talking about it or maybe they have experienced and don't even know it yet because yeah. that's something I've had oh, yeah. I don't know if you've experienced oh, yeah. that where you're like oh, I didn't even realize I mean I was oh, yeah. in my 30s before I realized I had PTSD oh, yeah. from religion totally in my 30s mm-hmm. and by that time you're kind of like well it's just about management well, at this point but well it's my personality yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's always going to be yeah um, uh, but so like that 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 uh, concept that it's not about controlling you it's about constantly convincing you you don't have any control yes so then yes. everyone in your life is doing you a favor it yes took me years took me absolutely you know uh, you know uh, 
Colton and Devin, two yeah. of my very, very, very Love dear friends. Colton and Devin. It took me years to believe that they were actually my friends. I thought they, like, in my head, I believed they were patronizing me. Like, Isn't that? That's and wild. I knew they weren't because right, they were right, constantly right. proving that they weren't. Right, it, it, and that's it, not their personality. That's not their personality. They, 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 they would don't... not waste an ounce on patronizing no. somebody that they didn't actually like. Exactly, <laughs> and that was that 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 friendship helped to kind of really deconstruct a lot of that a lot of that trauma. Yeah. And um, but yeah, the first couple of years, I was just constantly like, oh, they're just patronizing me. Right. They're just being my friend because I'm so pitiful. They right, because I'm me. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where that comes from. Is that it's. The, the church, like that, the religion, the con- convincing you that you are powerless, that you mm-hmm. don't have any rights, you don't have any power, and that you are worthless, and then, and then God has come and given you worth mm-hmm. through Him, so mm-hmm. He has worth, you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. totally. Really quickly, there, it's the top. It? It's the top result. <clears throat> ah, this is up. I'm having Aiden actually read the definite. Uh, read the verse. Oh You're yep. right. We can't. No, we cannot. We cannot, we cannot read that on, read that on, the, on the, <laughs> not even the internet can handle that. That is a great scripture to throw at people <laughs> when they're like, well, if you're going to take the Bible, you have to take all of it. Um, Really? You, you want one. this one? You want to take it? You want to take it? That's... <laughs> you want to take it or you want to give it? Because <laughs> those are the two Clearly, things. there's plenty of it here in this verse. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I can't believe you did that. Oh, I mean, it's... I, it's I can't thrilling. believe you did it, but right. like, yeah, it yeah. is a thrilling thing that's to amazing. do. Yeah, totally. Oh, that totally. is so fantastic. Yeah. Wow. I, uh, listeners, you have to look at that verse. Yes, yeah. Ezekiel twenty three twenty. Yes, oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, it's it's so interesting. Like, there are three. Oh God, I could literally talk about my time working at a mega church mm-hmm. for days, or or pastoring a house church too Mm -hmm. that was just those are really specific kinds of experiences but when I mentioned um, oh I want to remember some point before we're done here Mm -hmm. to tell you um, uh, about like the the dream I had that kind of like changed things for me oh I would love to hear Um, about that but I remember as a child, we would just kind of skip around to churches. We weren't stable enough to have a home church. We mm-hmm. moved all the time. We were, you know, poor and whatever. We would go to church whenever we could. And getting yeah. out of the house was a nightmare. Every oh. Sunday morning, oh, yeah. the getting ready for church, yes. the worst. Oh, yeah. And I- you're late. You're already late. You know you're late. It's so stressful. The oh. amount of, I was thinking about this so very fact stressful. the other day about how much stress went into um, getting ready for church and the expectations and how like I remember thinking that like that like watching people get ready and and it was like the social event of the year every week every week every single week there was so much in my house there was so much anger everybody was fighting until we got there and I'm like what the hell everyone just stayed home my dad was OCD and mm. everything had to be perfect, and nothing was ever perfect, and he had to get ready, and he was the most important, and we couldn't use the hot water when he wanted to take a shower. And, and yeah. we know we had to be ready at this time, we had to be ready to go, we had to do all this, and we had to look perfect, and there were shirts and yeah. ties and hair and all yep. this. And I mean, and, yep. and we have a sister, and you know, like a teenage girl, it takes forever to get ready. Yeah. It takes everybody ever to, and I'm yeah. not saying that in a negative way, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it yeah. was like, you can't rush getting ready, yeah. and and especially when you're a teenager, yeah. like you know, yeah. And, yeah, and it was just this constant. You have to be, and so we were already angry, we were already frustrated, we were never allowed to be late, and you get out the door, and everyone's 
super tense and high stress, and then you have to walk into this social environment and yep. pretend to be happy. And we're perfect. You're ready to, yep, we're ready to go. This is amazing. I love it. Right. I'm going to go teach, and I'm going to go listen. I'm going to go learn. And yep. then as soon as the door closed, the yep. family gets in the car. As soon as the door closed, all yeah. hell breaks loose yeah. again yeah. because all of that pent-up anger and frustration just followed you yep. through church. And then yep. it's, totally. like you, it's like you stepped right back into that cloud when you got totally. in the car. We were always – I, I want to get back to the thingy, but I will say that we, whenever we got to go out for food afterward with other church people, I loved that because it prolonged my family being nice yes. for a longer amount of time, oh, like yeah. more time during the day that we were like – somehow sort of functional mm-hmm. um and that yeah i wanted yeah. to be the family that we were when we were at church yes. uh, but um. i rem- so i remember so we went to this one church i don't know that we ever went there again um and it was he was trying to um explain the significance of god sacrificing his son mm-hmm. he told a story and this is a very emotional story. So another trigger warning. This is a, this this story is pretty sad. Um, <clears throat> so maybe you don't need it in your life. It'll take me like forty five seconds. But it um, he told me a story or told the the congregation a story about a little boy who was the son of a train bridge operator, mm-hmm. and the the man would like move gears and like move sticks and gears to lift or close the um, train bridge Mm -hmm. and the little boy fell into the gears fell down into it and he the man didn't know what to do so because there was a train coming and if he didn't switch the gears all the people on the train would die and so he looked at his son and told him goodbye and then crushed his body to spare i was seven i'm not okay i'm no. 43 i'm still not okay no. i broke down wailing yes. it haunted me like like very deeply for a couple of weeks i was super messed up yeah i was crushed at that because i didn't know that we lived in a world where something like that could happen mm-hmm. and it shifted but, but but you know why he was doing it for emotional it was a pull a play um on emotion it was yes. an emotional pull to try to get a specific kind of response from the congregation to get them to continue to go and to get them to continue to tithe when i was on staff at the mega church we had to give 20 percent of yep. our income yep. and if we did not i mean they they kept track of who yep. on staff was tithing yeah um and we would get written up if we yes. weren't tithing 20%. And so yep. do not even think that this is not about money because it's, oh, it's 100% so about much money. about money. So this man tormented, mm-hmm. tormented me, set a thing in my mind my entire childhood so that his coffers could be more full. Yep. Uh, there's nothing Christ-like about that. No. And the fact that um, stories like that were, um, they were uh, like, like, that person was a hero. Like the oh, sacrifice yes. that he had made, he was lifted up. Oh, look oh, what he yes. did to save all these. And it's like, that's a that's a horrible, tragic story that should have stayed with the person yeah. that it happened to. Yeah. And I don't think and it you know, actually happened. I think it's made up. I think it's 100% made up just to try to illustrate. So something that traumatic yep. 
was just created yep. to try to, to, to traumatize people and yep. giving them money. For you to be more, for you to pledge your allegiance to Jesus further. Um, because well, because it was a, like a that's what Jesus did kind of thing? It was a that's what God did is he crushed his one and only son to save the world. And so, therefore, how dare you not give your entire life over after this poor little boy has been crushed? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is the Is the... That's the so yeah. connecting that mental image to the crucifixion is uh-huh. oh uh-huh. layers are horrible. That's disgusting, honestly. It, like it, I don't even have any word. Like that's disgusting. It's emotional abuse. Yeah, it's absolutely emotional mm-hmm. abuse. I've said this before. Um, I don't know if I've said it on air, but if you remove the the Jesus aspect, <clears throat> and, and I that's why I'm not saying religion mm-hmm, or spirituality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you remove the Jesus. Mm-hmm aspect from the behavior and the teachings that we are brought up it is it it it, it absolutely is and is closer to mental instability mm-hmm. to gaslighting to manipulation mm-hmm. to abuse mm-hmm. than it is to anything positive or spiritual yep like if you just remove that want like yep. you say the same sentence and add jesus yep. and it's and it's uh this beautiful christian you know right. uh, uh, a saying yep. you Suddenly take jesus out and it's like oh you're you're horrible. Right. And I'm like, how does that right. not, how do right. people not see that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. Devote your life to the dear leader. Ugh. Devote your someone... life to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Sacrifice 20% of your income and all of your choice and all of your free will and all of your agency to this man. Right. Excuse to, me? To Jeremy. Yeah. What? Like, what? Absolutely not. No. That person is horrible yeah oh, i'm sorry not jeremy jesus oh okay. oh, 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 oh oh my god yes that go would for do. it yeah absolutely it. you're 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 you are a saint yeah it's really interesting i had a um I, well i spent 10 years as a nihilist after coming out of religion it was um can you explain what that nihilist yes, is? yes 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 so i believed that there was no purpose in the world no meaning mm. everything that existed was purely happenstance purely accidental um, and that there was nothing beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there was no s- story. We weren't moving toward anything. This just is what it is, and it's all chaos. Yeah. Um, and and re- really rejected everything to do with Christianity. And then started incorporating spirituality back in later. And one of the things that I always come back to is, like, I love the a, a very specific concept of Jesus. That like brown radical like uh um angry mm-hmm. um dirty hanging out with the tax collectors and yes. prostitutes yep. um like that guy who was you know uh, a revolutionary thinker and like actually the christianity i'm sorry y'all but modern american christianity has very little christ at the center of it yes absolutely. um it's been it's really been <laughs> twisted um, to look nothing like what the person of Jesus would ever operate as, yeah. um, or at least according to you know their own text. Well, yeah, and I, I, I'm taking that exact concept a step further. Um, on the episode where I kind of told my story, I looked up a little bit of the history of Pentecostalism, and mm-hmm. Pentecostalism specifically was just literally made up and i don't and Mm -hmm. and you're like well of course it's made up all you know all this is no like literally at one point a bunch of people were like i don't like what you're doing and i don't like what you're doing right so guess what i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make up pentecostalism like that's literally how it started (laughs) right right. they just made it up 
and then wrote their own right. their own story to it and then started proclaiming that as truth and right. people believed them. Lutheranism, you know, well, it's a little bit different, but Martin Luther tacked the 99 theses on the door, you know, like everything that was wrong with Catholicism. And then it, it's just like we we don't think about where these things come from, yeah. you know, and they become so like, well, if you aren't slain in the spirit ever, if you never speak in tongues, clearly there's something wrong with you. Oh my you know? gosh. Like, that, that's, <sighs> there was a woman in our church that for a long time, you know, she couldn't speak in tongues mm. and um, she was like pitied. It was, oh. She was pitied. It was like, well, someday Broken. soon, like, like there was literally this belief that you couldn't, fulfill who you were unless you had the Holy Spirit so she was always like not quite as effective as she could be not quite as not quite as you know yeah she's fucking amazing have you seen that new Disney movie yet which one Encanto oh yeah it's called It's Beautiful it's absolutely amazing it's so beautiful that sounds like her that sounds like yes exactly oh absolutely without the gift Mm -hmm. without the gift which means that you're not as good and you're not you know you're just bringing everything down and that's absolutely not even remotely true no (laughs) no not even remotely true. It was just so. I looking back on that, I still, yeah, I still feel bad for her just of how she was like viewed. Yeah, you know. Yeah, God, thinking a lot about the, the, how, like Jesus. That's Jesus would never cast out somebody because they don't perform a, a specific thing. Yeah. Um, the the benchmarks for success in Christianity. Okay. 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 So when I first started going to this church, it was called Central Christian Church. They have since removed the word Christian from it. So now it's just uh-huh. called Central Church. Central Church. Center um, of what? <laughs> right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's pretty It's pretty corrupt. And I uh, remember I went in after I had first started attending, and I was like, I want to join your homeless ministry. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do. And they're like, oh, we don't do that. And I was like, you don't what? And he's like, if you want to do something like that, you have to start it. We don't do that. So I was 20, so I started it. It grew huge. Um, We ended up doing, every week we would do um, big feed. Like we would make all this food and we'd go out to where the um, library is. um, And that's, you know, where a lot of people were. And we were like busing people in for church. So I left the church. I'll tell you about the dream in a little bit. But crazy. But, But so I left that church. And um, they kept it going for a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And they were bringing more and more people into church who wanted to come to church. They made them sit in a particular section. The the houseless people, they sectioned them off because, because the suburban ladies didn't like to sit next to a person who smelled like that, next to a scary person who would be houseless. Jesus would flip that whole place over on its ear with rage. There's literally an entire parable that he tells about the Pharisee who comes in and he's like, you know, there's like a person who's impoverished and he's like, oh, God, praying. Thank God I'm me. Look at that. And God's like, get out. No, they built an entire system around that. Now they don't even do it anymore. Now they've abandoned. They don't even do homeless outreach. Yeah. Like. Helping people in any capacity is know, not feeding the, point. the poor. Oh no, 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 no! Jesus said something different. You misheard. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not the point. That is not the point of what they are, uh-uh. of what they are trying to do. Uh-uh. Oh, that is just. Uh-uh. We didn't actually coming to think of. We didn't like have. We didn't have a homeless 
or like houseless or outreach mm. program at all crime. in our church. We weren't interested. Crime. We were interested right. in helping people. Right. We were interested in people coming into our uh-huh. church that wanted to be just like us, uh-huh. that were wealthy. I mean, we weren't wealthy, and but, but, but that's what we yeah, wanted. That, yes. People who were successful and established and had yeah. jobs and, and, you know, all this that could contribute right. in some way. We right. never were interested in, like, actually helping people. Right. I remember right. one time. No salt of the earth here. I remember one time wanting to do outreach on the plaza mm. and um, here in Arcata yeah. because I was just motivated. I wanted to just, like, help people. Yeah, totally. I'm so glad they didn't let me now in <laughs> retrospect because I saw someone today on the plaza who was holding a sign that said, like, um, normal isn't coming back, but Jesus is. Are you ready? Oh, boy. I just laughed. Right. I laughed. Right. Um, but I just wanted my – I remember my motivation being like, if we're the answer, I want to help people. Right. And they were basically like – it's pointless. Like, don't go to the don't go to the plaza. It's 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 pointless. There it's like not worth. They're always. not worth your time. Like it was like they were not worth your time. And Ugh. I'm like, well, I just remember like like what are we doing then? Then what are we what doing? What are we doing? Essentially, I mean, this is like um, forgive this phrase. This is probably not a phrase I should say on the radio. I'm not going to say it. Oh, People well. might have their kids, but it's basically just yes oh, taking absolutely. care of your own business. If oh, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, it's essentially just that. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's all it is. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's just self-satisfactory. Yep. Everything is to and and the and you know I I say that we had a good pastor and bad pastor. The first pastor in mm-hmm. my memory was really good, and then mm-hmm. but then the pastor who took over and destroyed the church, bad pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all it was for him. He like embezzled money. He stole. Uh. He stole an entire house. A house that was used to how to home the pastors that yeah. that um preached. Yeah. He essentially legally stole that from our Uh, church and just constantly took money and spent money. It was awful. Yeah. It was all just for him to make him feel good. Like he was so egotistical. Like every single thing we did was about appearance. Right. We had our staff meetings at at local restaurants and he had them. He said this. He had our staff meetings at local restaurants, a local restaurant, and we were required to wear suits and ties because he wanted people uh-huh. to see us. Ugh. He wanted people to see us having a standard. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, that was the point. That was the whole the point. point. That yeah. was the point. Uh-huh. Because we could have done it. We had a whole... Anywhere. We had a whole, like, like a whole separate building off of our church that was just for, like... Yeah, you could have... Yeah, meetings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. But, no, we intentionally oh. went out to the restaurant to be seen. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Not to be working or helping. No, 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 no. But to be seen. But to be seen. Yeah. Golly, I remember we did. Um, so I was on staff at that church, and we Good Friday happened. And you know, Good Friday is supposed to be the day that Jesus was crucified, and yes. then we celebrate Easter, the day he was risen. So on Good Friday, which should be the biggest Christian holiday, yeah, out of, of yes, all, absolutely, that should be the the holiday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, according to you know, but. Um, it was just a regular Friday at work. Yep. And I remember I reached out to Linda Quackenboss. No, not Linda Quackenboss. It was a different Linda. Quackenboss worked in accounting. Anyway, she... <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, my God. Is that real? <laughs> right? She would sign it Linda Duck sometimes. But anyway, okay, okay. The other Linda in HR. I was like, hey, we need to have communion available during the lunchtime. Like, we need yeah. to do that. We have the little cups. We have the little wafer things yeah we should we need to do communion this is a really important day that that ritual yeah she said 
we don't have time to do it with excellence. We don't have anybody to move the ficus trees. We don't have time to get tablecloths. We don't have a guitar player. We can't do communion. You know what I did? fucking stole communion yes and went down to the basement stole the goddamn communion and then got together all the people that i knew would be you know yeah the actual, chill yeah. cool and actually wanted to have this deeply spiritual moment to yes. commemorate the thing christianity is about yes without a ficus tree yep. i don't know how we did it without a ficus know. tree didn't even have i don't a think that's tree. that's not in, that, that can't happen it wasn't real then it didn't have a ficus tree <laughs> god didn't even hear you know, it we don't have someone to move the ficus trees we can't do communion right yep that sums up what christianity is like 100 well, well, i mean what pentecostalism is like oh just God. everything was about being noticed looking good ritual all right. of that it right. was right right the appearance oh the God. appearance yeah absolutely Welcome back, everyone. I really like Enya. I really do too. I like it. I like them for two reasons. One, um, I like their music. Mm -hmm. Two, every time I hear their name, I think of Anya. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that makes me happy also. <laughs> Hi Anya. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? Yes. We love you. Yes. So welcome back. Um, I want to read. I'm going to read an ad for a very special show that was run I heard by it very stinks. special. <laughs> I heard they have lots of very strong opinions about things. Oof. Mm. Um, Mother Tucker, every Saturday, start your weekend off right with an hour of serious fun with Club Triangle producer Tucker Noir, who is our special guest today. <gasps> that person, that voice you hear right there. Mother Tucker is sending you a care package of special guests, live performances, mental health tools, music, local resources. And a healthy dose of utter nonsense. Yes. Oh, that's, we all need that. A yes. lot of that. Hang out with everybody's queer mom every Saturday morning from 11 a.m. to noon. Yes. I love it. I love, I love your show. Thank I love the you. name, Mother Thank Tucker. You. It's, it's the two things terrible. I am. It's a, <laughs> a mother and a Tucker. Yeah. It's my main two jobs. You are Tucker or you are a Tucker? I mean, those are. Well. Well. Well, no, no, no. We've got one of each here in the room. Yeah. I think. <laughs> we've got a mother. We've got a Tucker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love that you offer mental health resources as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, that's really fucking fantastic. I think it's it's so. I mean, I've. I, I mean, admit it's hard for me to remember to listen to your show when it's airing, mm -hmm. but when I do remember to cue in, yeah. and then I've listened to some of your other ones on Mix. Yeah, yeah. They're Mix all Cloud. uploaded to Mixcloud, right? Yes. Go to mixcloud.com/slash Tucker Noir Archives, yeah. I, which is so much easier for me to listen to a show after it's aired because oh, totally. I cannot commit to a time. Me so neither. the fact that you let you. Like, I know, except for my show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the only reason I commit to that is because it's live and All I have to right. be here. Um, but being able to listen, I'm, it's, I'm so thankful that you upload it somewhere else so that I can go back and still listen to it and experience yeah. it and hear those. I mean, the ones that I've listened to, it's been like, like I can't remember which episode it was, but there was, like, I, I was listening to it and I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's like... That's helping me right now. Like Yay. in that moment, I did what you were talking about. Oh, it was the breath. I oh, think it yes. was like the day that we were doing our first oh, show. Yes. We were, I was listening to your show like before yeah. it and the breathing. You had everyone take a deep yes. breath. And it was, oh, yes. it was really, really helpful. I Yay. really loved it. Just That makes you know, me so happy. Yeah. No, it was, it was a big, it was a big thing. I absolutely Yay. loved it. So <laughs> every Saturday from 11 to noon, listen to... Yeah to Mother Tucker and then yeah. Anya right after that yep. you and Anya boy division and then yep. it's yep. our show and on then, yeah. and for today I am pulling a seven hour shift today and yeah. my last two hours are coming up from three to five 
it's gonna be super fun right after right after this yep. after done here you're just gonna keep going yep. yeah yep. i love it i'm not wearing a diaper <laughs> <laughs> that's not what's happening <laughs> This isn't like a casino where you can't leave the machine right. like you do. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I wanna do normally so we do normally a deep dive for um for this segment. But I think it would be kind of fun if we can come up. So one of the things that our church used to do is um we'd have a theme, mm. an inspirational theme for every year. Oh. So like we're gonna win in two thousand ten yes. or like or um uh, change your life in 2009. I don't yeah, remember. I yeah. thought of a really good one earlier, and I can't remember what it was. It was like something very, very spiritual. Yes. Um, so if we were going mm. to come up with a theme, I want to try to come up with two. Try to come up with one that I, we should try to come up with one that like we actually think our church oh, would do, yes. and then come up with like a really irreverent one that like oh, yeah. that would be okay. anti that, like oh, against yeah. it. So 22 is not that easy to. Right, it rhymes with poo. Yeah, it rhymes with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just still thinking about the diaper thing. Sorry. Yeah. That works. <laughs> Told that you works. I was a mother. So if we were if we were currently in church, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. don't go too don't 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 go yep. too far back into yep. that because we don't want you to right. experience anything we're not just prepared rocking for. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rocking and crying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. But what would you think that our th- the theme would oh, be for 2022? Gosh. Oh my gosh. Definitely, like, they were always really cheesy. Oh, they were so awful. It was so cheesy. Also, you can text us what you think would be a terrible church uh, year theme, 707-382-1398. And please text it to us. And if they get, if after the show, if we still get some good ones, will you send them to me so that we can, um, we'll post them on our Instagram. Totally. Um, I think, uh, I think one would be something like, um, don't just sit, do. Yeah. In 2022. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. I was thinking like, there's a lot to do there's in a lot 2022. To, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. There's a lot to <laughs> do in 2022. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Oh, we we will power through in 2022. <gasps> that's it. But they would somehow the word power would somehow be switched to something Christianese. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah. know what that would be. Pow- we'll. we'll Wow! Wow! Will power? Will oh, we will like something about receiving the. Right. We will receive the power to right. go through. Right. Like we'll re, like we right. receive the power to go through in twenty twenty two. Right. We, um. Yeah. Yeah. It's we'll, all up to you. It's all up to you in twenty twenty two. God, this is fun. This is a lot more fun than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> you need a year theme. We got you. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, yeah. So, um. You know what? Coming up with a cheesy thing for your year may not be the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not the. It's not bad. If it's still a COVID year, it can be. There's not much to do in 2022. <laughs> I won't be seeing you in right. 2022. <laughs> Nothing's new in 2022. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh well, that's just funny until it isn't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's so so real. So do you have any um? Do you have any like uh, goals or intentions that you're kind of like trying to oh. work towards in 2022? You know, I I've always had this thing where I get I used to get deeply annoyed. I used to say we don't celebrate the week changing. Like, yes. Uh-huh. You know, like it's not real. 
Um, but I, I, and, and that's, I mean, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, no, I mean, but that's yeah. kind of how I feel too. Right. Like this isn't, like it's just a calendar change right. for right. me. I know it's a big deal. I, like the symbolism of it yeah. is really powerful. I totally yeah. understand that. But for me, it's always just been like, yeah, well, it's just the next year now. It's yeah. just the calendar thing. Totally. Yeah. I feel, um, I feel like it's a nice, it is a nice time. I do like moments, you know, when you're like, okay, it's yes. the start of something. And you kind of talked about that earlier. I think for me, um, I have gotten to a point in my life. Are you ready for what I'm about to say? Yes, I don't think yes. you're ready okay. for what I'm about no, to say. No, I'm not. Maybe. I don't I know, am but let's try it. basically entirely satisfied and happy with my life. Wood, what has happened? Right? Salt over the shoulder. Over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. I, that's a fucking incredible thing to be able to say. A lot because you know, like five years ago, I, I was coming up from literally nothing. Well, and I don't mean this. I don't mean this as like a, a an insult or anything at all. But mm. you were coming up from nothing. Yep. And then you went back to nothing, yep. and you had to come up from that. Yep. And it's it's been kind of like a like yep. the world has real like like whatever like. They threw it all at you. Oh yeah, this I got it all. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah, all of them came all right at you at the same time. Like, and it was just you and you powered yep. and you like yep. you powered through in 2020. Yeah, I powered through in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, I mean, it's not just like, you know, like oh, you did the work, or it was, you know, like yeah. oh, it was really like you have been like, yeah, you've been taking on the world. Honestly. One time you said to me. You said to me, oh, my gosh, I got this vision that you said you're standing on the bridge. You're Gandalf, like telling the Balrog that it will not pass. Mm -hmm. And and you said, no wonder you're so tired. And that was like so validating to me. And then it's so nice for me to imagine now Gandalf just smoking his pipe on a grassy knoll yes. with some tea after like all that nonsense. You're like living out you're like, oh, I did it. I'm just, I did I'm it. Gonna I'm going to Now I'm just chilling in the now. shower. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> totally. Oh, I'm really happy to hear that. I love, yeah. I love that for you. Thank you. I love it for me too. <laughs> May it last. I heard this comedian, I don't, I don't want to uh, get off this topic, but I heard this comedian say that, you know how people in the South say, oh, bless your heart. Uh -huh. And it's actually like an insult. Uh -huh. They said that we love that for you was the gay version of that. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, the, the, the oh, very, I love that for I you. I love that for you. Okay. Do you like this color? Oh, I love that for you. My, my very first gay BFF, Bert, the very first shade I ever remember receiving, I came out in an outfit for the 4th of July, mm -hmm. and it was very expressive. <laughs> and he just said, Oh my God, you are so brave. <laughs> that if if a queer or queen ever tells you you are very brave, you are so brave. It's not good. You're just not change. brave. Change just, change. just change. Just change. Yeah. Just 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 <laughs> stop what you're doing, and and don't do it anymore. No. Just don't. Just change. No. E question every decision you've ever yes, made in that right. moment. Yeah. Right. Get a buddy. Get a <laughs> find a support group. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. You 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 need. You've yeah. got some changes yeah. you need to make. Speaking of changes, what about you? What are you feeling for 2022? Um. Nothing. I'm going to be honest, at this point, at this moment in my life, I feel like I'm kind of, I'm kind of um, a little bit floundering. Mm -hmm. and, and I can't tell if it's, because me, personally, I'm, I'm like, I'm in a really good place as far as like my mental yeah. health is concerned. Like I've been making, the last few years have been incredibly challenging, yeah. but I'm like... Yeah. 
I feel stable. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, thank you. I it's which is priceless. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying like I may not feel good or great right. or on top of the world or but I feel stable and that yeah. is honestly like Huge. a miraculous thing for me to say. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Really. I mean, knowing the context that you say that within, exactly. like, it's really a big deal. Speaking of the last five years of my life, yeah. like, there has been no stability. <laughs> no. Every single day, every single week, I'm like, am I going to have a place to live? Am yeah. I going to have food to eat? Am I going to yeah. have... And to this community's credit, I've had a lot of support and a lot of help and a lot of people that have been awesome. there and that yes. I wouldn't have completely fallen down. Right. They would have caught me first. Right. And I know that and I can see that now, but still oh yeah not but being in a place in my life where i um my housing is not going to and i know this is really privileged but my housing is not going to disappear right within without some kind of major thing right that is beyond my control anyway right that doesn't have to do with me it's not on the verge it's not on the verge i have reliable housing i have reliable transportation i have reliable work um miracles i know really fucking amazing i love that for you i feel Okay, I guess I'm questioning everything now. <laughs> um, so I don't have any particular like. I want to level up. Mm-hmm. I think like mm-hmm. I, th- I like end of that. Now that I'm stable, I'm kind of like, well, what am I doing now? Right now, and, and I'm really struggling with the concept because, which is a very like deep religious thing of that like. Since you are worthless, your only worth is in what you can do and what you can contribute, which right. is also a societal thing. So you've got the capitalism and the religion have like joined forces against you right. that your only worth is what you can produce. Totally. And that is really hitting me right now because mm. as someone with uh, chronic illness, disability, th- I can't do a lot. Um, and that's right. completely out of my power. Right. So trying to discover my worth within... It, it, not in relation to those things. Yeah. I really feel like that's a strong stage that I'm in right now. And yeah. um, I'm actually, I'm actually really um, going to go on a spiritual, a specifically spiritual journey this yes. year. Um, I'm starting, I'm looking into what different um, um, uh, belief systems and structures. I'm mm-hmm. looking into paganism, Buddhism, um, a lot of these different practices and beliefs to see what resonates with me. I'm working on starting my own rituals. Yes. Just, you know, things, something as simple as drawing a card every morning, you know, um, or lighting a candle when I need, um, lighting a, I have a really dear friend of mine when we were talking about this, bought me two sacred space candles and some incense. And so just starting a ritual of like, if I come home and I've got a lot of, I've brought Mm. a lot of negative energy with me or I have a lot of negative energy in me. Yeah. Taking the moment to like light the candle and then, like, mm. recognize that this is making the space sacred. Totally. Um, and then, do, and then, s- sitting in that, um, yeah. <clears throat> I actually had a really cool experience. I've been looking for a new therapist, and so, oh, which reminds me, I need to call them back. <laughs> 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 Yay for mental, <laughs> mental um, illness. It's great. Um, it is. I, uh, I was looking for a new therapist, and I talked to this person. We had this really great conversation, and. They were. They said, you know, actually, they were like, I have someone that I can recommend you to that I think would be more suited for you. But mm-hmm. they said, actually, I really think that at this point in your journey, yeah. it's a spiritual thing. <gasps> Interesting. I was, I was dumbfounded. Whoa. They were like, they, it was a therapist, like telling me that 
they were like, you've got the foundation, wow. you've got the groundwork. You, what you're missing right it's now truly is a spiritual, is spiritual, is spiritual, spirituality. And they recommended some books uh, about voodoo, voodoo <laughs> Buddhism. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I, yeah. One of the things that I, um, I, I learned, um, so, uh, I don't know, listeners, maybe some of you already know me and know this, but uh, in 2014, I was hospitalized for nine weeks for, uh, you know, depression, P- PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that they taught there was that when your serotonin and dopamine are low, they can't reproduce themselves. Um, but you can give them little boosts through mm-hmm. um, sensory stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if you light a candle and look at the flame and you stop, you slow down, you take a moment, you feel the candle in your hand, you look at the color of the candle, you look at the light flickering, you maybe really concentrate on it for a few moments. You can have a spiritual experience with that. Mm-hmm. Also, it will it will give your serotonin and dopamine a little bit of a boost, mm-hmm. which will then help it reproduce itself. So all of that, like... Sometimes I do spirit. I have a lot of spiritual practices now, like a like it's a, a whole thing. And sometimes I feel stupid about it. Yeah. Sometimes I feel just ridiculous, and yeah. I'm like, well, what, what am I doing? And then I remember, if nothing else, this is an incredibly good psychological practice. Yes. And I no longer transfer my power to anyone else, mm-hmm. or no longer transfer transfer responsibility for my life to anybody else. Um, but there is something so sweet and magical yeah. to connect with whatever you feel like is divine. Yes, you know? absolutely. And I like how you said um, two things. I like one how you said like sometimes you feel ridiculous. I, I. One of the biggest obstacles was feeling stupid or, or like, well, I don't believe anything's out there, so why am I doing am I this? Doing? Or like, oh, this right. is so silly. These people that have crystals in their windows and cast spells. Right. And then right. I'm like, this, it's all amazing and it's yeah. all beautiful and it's yeah. all valid. Yeah. So totally. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not stupid. It's not silly. Yep. It's like, that was my hang up of like, a, yep. so, like detaching it. Like, and like you said, if nothing else, yeah. it's grounding. Yeah, it's totally. taking some time for yourself. It's clearing your brain. Like yeah. the uh, the practice of ritual yeah. is 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 kind. Of, that's like kind of what it is. It's, yeah. it's just that that grounding, bringing yourself totally. back to a point that's always good or mm-hmm. that's always you know. Yeah. Uh, and and that there's power in that. So it doesn't yeah. matter if your ritual is is walking outside, lighting a candle, saying. A, casting a spell saying mm-hmm. a prayer mm-hmm. getting on your knees or mm-hmm. just or just standing somewhere yeah. looking outside looking at the sun whatever <laughs> you know don't look directly at the sun but you know what i'm saying yeah there, uh, <clears throat> i was just gonna say really quickly there's yeah. a phrase that this um pastor used to say and i really like it you can apply it to this he said um a toilet uh, uh, a toilet scrubbed in worship can be an altar to the most high God. And that idea that like worship and praise or, or, you know, your spiritual practice, yeah. you know, it's walking meditation. It doesn't yes. always have to be a separated thing. It can literally be, if you're scrubbing the toilet, you can connect with divinity yes. while scrubbing the toilet. There is a book that I borrowed from Charlie Darling, actually like Charlie, over five years ago. and still haven't you. given it back. I have some fabric in theirs too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, darling. <laughs> Sorry, darling. I have it in my car. And I'm gonna give it back to them soon. Yeah. Um, that's it's 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 on its way. Anyways, there's a. I was looking up cleansing spells for your house, and one of the spells, the main component, was sweeping. Oh yeah. It was like, and I was like, oh, every single thing you do is a spell. Everything right. you do is a Everything. ritual. You can. It's like your intention is what is what makes it. Yes. Um, spiritual yes. or makes it powerful. Like every totally. act. It, yeah. It's. It's not this overly complicated thing that takes uh, that takes involves someone else. Yeah. It's it's you. You are yes. you are the energy, and you 
you know yeah. where to direct it and how to direct it. And yeah. And I wanted to say real quick, we're coming to the up Ooh, to the yes, end. Oh yes, we but are. Did you also? Did you tell your your worst story? Your worst. I story? told my worst. I didn't tell my dream, but I can save it for another time. Oh, okay. Okay. Or maybe I'll tell we. I'm the next. You're the show, next by show, the so it's not like already like. <laughs> so maybe I'll tell it here in a minute. But I, I wanted to say that um, the um, what what were you, the the concept? Oh, the serotonin levels yeah. and uh, that concept that you taught me. I cannot tell you how often I use it to um, I how much it has helped me, wow. and how much I've used it to help people understand the benefits of medication. Yes. About how like you know yes. once our serotonin levels are low, we can't get them up. So yes. Med- like medication can mm-hmm. often get the levels up where they need to be, and then we can maintain them. Yes. And also explaining to people how important things like 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 touching and uh, touching something, listening to something, yes. feeling something, seeing something. I have. I, in almost every conversation I have about mental health, I use that oh. that um, uh, that principle, that thing that you taught oh, me, love that. and it has helped me a lot. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that means so much to me. And honestly, it was just something that was given to me. So it's like, uh, you know, it was handed to me. It's mm-hmm. not mine. Yeah. Uh, and then that's what we should do, right? Yeah. Like, and now you're handing it out, and it means something to somebody. And well, and I just you, you listeners know, can hand it out. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Like. Something as simple as information can be life changing. Something as simple totally as you're like, well, I'm not doing anything, but while well, you're talking, you're talking to people, you're sharing your experiences yes. with people. Yes. You, like that's that's something. That's deep that's stuff. a lot. Yeah, that's deep stuff. Narrowly, um, our station manager actually just texted in and she said, "Yep, it's so easy to feel dumb doing little rituals like that. Love that y'all are validating that. It's easy to seem like you're doing something wrong if you don't feel some higher power with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's one of the tricks. I feel like that, like overarching, you know, like religious um, manipulation teaches you is that if you don't experience something outside of yourself, then you're not actually accomplishing anything, and that's right. absolutely not true. Not true. <clears throat> it's not true. Not at all. Like you're, you are, you. Those rituals are benefiting you. Um, constantly yeah and and yeah. they're like they're all of them are important and all of them are beautiful and you yeah. know what you're beautiful yeah. and you know what i'm saying like we are beautiful yes. beings so if yes. we're doing something it is beautiful that's right. and valid yeah you know yeah yeah magic well, amazing this has been so wonderful so oh, fun I love oh my it. gosh we I haven't done this in a long time so long. it's been so long <laughs> i i love i i love these conversations Thank i love you. you i think this, I love this you is so much. this is really 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 beautiful before but before we before we take a break and um move on go well just give everything back to you <laughs> um where can people find you like do you have social media that you that it, that is out there like when wherever you hear a child laughing <laughs> wherever there's <laughs> anytime you're in dark alleys yes, and you hear yeah. the weird cackling in the background i will be there will, yeah, that's exactly right <laughs> um or or, um, <laughs> or I'm on Instagram. Right, or you just totally get me on the internet. Um, I am at Tucker Noir on Instagram. Um, I have, like, abandoned Facebook. You can email Smart. me, tuckernoir at gmail.com. Um, and um, I feel like there might be other places. I'm not really doing the TikTok thing so much. I don't. I want to so bad. And it's just so exhausting. It takes so much work. And everyone on there is so beautiful. And I just can't do it. (laughs) I'm not just going to let y'all play. I'll just let you have that one. I'm just happy I have an Instagram. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. And I'm so glad you're doing this show. This is really needed. And 
Um, it's so really I, very healing for for us. Emerson yeah. has said the same thing. It's very healing for oh, us I as bet. well. Yeah, I bet. And listeners, just thank you so much for being here and joining us energetically. I can feel you. I know. I'm yeah. So thankful. I'm gonna um, take over for the next two hours, and I have a lot of really like um, amazing music. First of all, incredible music, and second, um, just some good uh, juicy ideas and um, more more love. Three to five. I, I'm so excited. That's amazing. I, the fact that you're doing all of this for all, so long. I was trying to figure out a song to end it on. Oh, and oh, before I forget, um, uh, um, you can follow us at yes. It's Our Turn Pod on, on, on Instagram at It's Our Turn Pod. And also you can email us, It's Our Turn Pod at gmail.com if you want to you know, have suggestions for um, topics, if you have experiences you'd like to share, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, anything like that, you can send it to our email. We'll, we'll get it. And we'll be uploading the podcast. I'm hoping in the next couple of days I'm going to get the first episode that we ever did uploaded in the next couple of days. So be looking on our Instagram for that as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to end it on, <laughs> on my favorite song of all time that I play <gasps> almost every single week. Yay! And, um... Yeah, then we'll then we'll then we'll yeah, go from there. This yeah. was beautiful. Thanks this again. This is so lovely. Thanks for not minding that my eyelid is glued to itself. Uh, thanks for um, not um, being offended when I get so distracted while I'm trying to pick a song. I forget where I'm at. That's good. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> We're doing it. Perfect. We're doing great. <laughs> we'll see you all later. Yay. Keep listening to um, Tucker. They'll be here for a while, and we love you all. And this Much is me. We'll love talk you, to you next you, week. Bye.